This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. There's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today. Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, something I am listening to that's moved me. It is a podcast episode of Joe DeFranco talking to David Weck, who is the creator of the BOSU Ball. And why was this podcast episode interesting? For two reasons. Reason number one, apparently these two guys have had a feud over the course of the years because, uh, I don't know, like many other trainers, there were things that DeFranco saw on BOSU Balls that he said weren't that great. And I'm, I'm, uh, maybe I'm downplaying it a little bit, but essentially, hey, this is pretty stupid. Why would you do that on a Boso Bull? Just do it on the ground. And at the same time, David Weck would then aggressively at mention him saying, hey, this stuff's great. Don't crap on my baby. This is my invention. This is what it's supposed to be used for. Anyway, the podcast was great because these guys spoke and they figured out that they had a lot more in common than they didn't. The second part of it is that during this interview, David Weck and Joe DeFranco are talking about these things called pro pulses and Joe DeFranco described them as these maracas that will help you with running. They, they talked about it so much that I had to research it, and I actually just bought it myself. So that's going to lead to tip number two, the thing that I am experimenting with. It is these pro pulses divided by, I'm sorry, created by David Weck. And what do they do, or what are they? They're these little, uh, I don't know, these little canisters that you hold in your hands. they got beads in them, and as you're running, they're actually helping with, the, with your arm pump. They're actually helping you run like those athletes with those sick arm angles. And in addition to that, there are beads inside of them that, that sound like so it helps you with the rhythm. So I've been using them on straight ahead running. I've been using them on shuffling. I've been using them on low pushes. I've been using them on shadow boxing. So all these things just help you get your rhythm in place, and it's helping you get your upper body and lower body completely and totally in sync. And to me, the biggest thing is that in one day, just one day, and I'm using my GPS tracker, and one day using these pro pulses, I increased my top end speed. So just one day. So if you're not using these things, you are completely and totally missing out. If you're as fast as me right now, and I'm using them and you're not, I'm gonna be in six months, I'm going to be faster than you. I'm going to move better than you. I'm going to fight better than you. You are missing out if you're not using these things. Make sure you stay till the end of this podcast because we're going to have a, a promo because now they are now a proud sponsor, uh, or I am proud to have them as a sponsor of Advanced Training. They got a nice 10% discount for Advanced Training members. So listen to the end. There's going to be a promo for it, but... Trust me, this is like a, a must-get. This is Don't be cheap. You're going to spend uh, $50 for two drinks at a, at a club. You might as well spend $50 to make yourself a much, much better athlete. Okay, tip number three. This is uh, an exercise tip also that I picked up from David Weck. And it's been, it's been reinforced over and over again from some of these, uh, I say, I don't know, contrarian trainers or eccentric trainers. I don't care. I don't know what the right word is, but essentially there's some trainers out there that say that you should run and when you're and when you're running, your head should go over your leg. It shouldn't just say static in one part of your body. And if you watch elite sprinters, 
going head on, you'll actually see that their head is drifting over each one of their legs as they are sprinting. And if you read uh, from the, the Gota guys, it's the same thing, that your head should be in line with your strike foot as your foot is landing in the ground. So what I've been, ex first of all, I, I do agree with that. I don't think you should have this tight, tight head as you're running. I think that you need to have a, your your cheeks should be loose, and as you're running, your head should sway back and forth, not all the way across your shoulders, but should it, land, it should land over your strike foot. But what I've been experimenting with was taking that same technique technique and utilizing it on things like lunges. Well, so while I'm in the gym, when I do a front lunge, I'm trying to get my head over my left leg. Then I reload, get my head over my right leg. Or the same thing on a Bulgarian split squat. And I'm telling you right now that any and all pain or any and all thought of flipping over or loss of balance is gone. So give that a shot and experiment it with it there. Take, do your front lunge on your left leg, get your head over your left foot. Then do your front lunge on your right leg, get your head over your foot. And then just, just see what it feels like compared to when you have your head dead set over your belly button, right? As opposed to letting it shift a little bit to the left or the right side, depending on the foot that strikes. Give it a, give it a shot. Let me know what you think. But I, I think it's a pretty sick exercise tip. I felt it instantly. Like in one rep, I felt it. Okay, tip number four. The quote that I am thinking about. Actually, this quote comes from an exercise that I am doing with our guys in advanced training right now. We have, a, I don't know, about six guys. We call, we're in this group that we're calling the Masterminds. We named it ourselves, Masterminds. And we are dissecting an article from Tim Ferriss. In fact, I'm going to make this the productivity tip right now, and then we'll go back to the quote I'm thinking about. So tip number four is the productivity tip. We are dissecting an article from Tim, Tim Ferriss about 17 questions that have changed my life. And I talked about this a little bit last week. I gave an open invitation to guys last week. Six guys grabbed that invitation, and now we are analyzing those questions. And what we're doing is day one, we're looking at the question. We're evaluating it. Day two, we're reflecting on it. Day three and day four, we're executing on it. Anyway, those first two days, the questions that we looked at was what – the first one was if I, if, if I had to do the exact opposite of everybody else for 48 hours, what would I do? So simplest example is, uh, I don't know, I'm a cold caller. Everybody's calling the office between 8 and 5, trying to get in touch with the uh, senior vice president. What can I do that's the exact opposite of those people? Well, maybe on those days, I call people from 7.30 to 8 a.m. and 5 to 5.30 p.m., and then I can avoid getting in touch with secretaries. And now I've done the exact opposite, opposite, and I've gotten directly to the CEO, so that senior vice president, without having to go through all those bureaucratic channels in between. So I've done the exact opposite, and now all of a sudden, I'm ahead of everybody else. So that was question number one. Question number two was, if you only had two hours per week to work, somebody puts a gun to your head and says, you only have two hours per week to work, what are you going to do? And what are you not going to do? And part of that conversation was an evaluation of the 80-20 principle. So for me, that productivity tip is, again, analyzing these questions and then thinking them through and not just going on reading on all 17 and doing nothing with any one of them. Again, we were going to read one at a time. We're going to read it. We're going to reflect on it. We're going to execute on it. That is our pattern. Uh, again, I feel bad for anyone who did not want to be a part of this group. We're in it right now, and I am learning so much. And just these, I think we've been going on about, about a week right now. We're only two questions in, but I am learning and growing so much from the guys in this group. Having said that, the quote that I am thinking about. So I started rereading just quickly the book, The 80-20 Principle. It's actually called 80-20. And, man, I read it before. I'm reading it again, but there's a sick quote in it. And essentially... I have to go backtrack a little bit, but the Pareto Principle is essentially saying that 20% of what you do affects 80% of your results. 20% of the people that do the work get 20% of the accomplishments done. 20% of the people have 80% of the money. Essentially, it's just a theory of imbalance, meaning that a lot of 
things or a lot of accomplishments are done by very few things, right? A little bit of people get most of the results. A little bit of people have most of the money. A little bit of, uh, I don't know, peas have most of the... I'm oh, sorry, a little bit of pea pods have most of the peas. That's how Vilfredo Pareto, when he came up with this Pareto principle, actually came up with it. It was this massive imbalance that you can actually do less and achieve a lot more by focusing on those very few things that produce the most results. Now, having said that in a very long-winded way, the quote that I just saw in that book, it said, people tell you a lot to not put all your eggs in one basket. But what he's saying, and I'm going to quote him here, he says, what you really should be doing is find the right basket. Find the right basket. Put all of your eggs in it and watch it like a hawk. <laughs> I'll say that again. This is pretty sick. And again, this is an exact contrast. Maybe it goes back to Tim Ferriss' first question. If I did the exact opposite of everybody else for 48 hours, what would I do? Maybe it is you should put all your eggs in one basket. It is a direct contrast to putting all your eggs in one basket. Again, he says, find the right basket. Put all your eggs in it and watch it like a hawk. That's pretty sick. And that is absolutely in direct contrast to what everybody else is doing. And it really could help you. Only If you had to only do things for two hours a week, what would you do? If, all, if you could only work for two hours a week, what would you do? What would you not do? What would you do? And I'm sure, I am certain, that it would involve some sort of Pareto analysis before you made that absolute decision. Okay, tip number six. I didn't see anything that crazy this week. I'm going to leave you with this one because it kind of links to this Pareto principle. It kind of links to those Tim Ferriss questions, but it has to do with happiness. And the, the quote is, happiness is when you strip everything else away that makes you unhappy. I'll say that one again. Happiness is when you strip everything else away that makes you unhappy. And think about this world we live in right now where people think that getting more, doing more, being more is going to make you happy. More than likely it won't. It's really, if you take away the things right now that are making you unhappy, maybe that'll make you happy. So again, it's not getting more, being more, doing more. If you take away the things right now that are making you unhappy, maybe it'll make you happy. Give that one a thought. Let me know how you feel about uh, any of these tips and tricks, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Bye. This episode is brought to you by ProPulse Speed Trainers, created by the mad scientist himself, David Weck. Now, in my 20-plus years of evaluating athletes, there was always one thing, one thing that I could look at and tell you if this athlete was going to be sick or if they were going to be in our coordinated mess. And I could tell you that in about five seconds. And what was it? It was the way their upper bodies moved in sync with their lower bodies. If they were in complete and total sync, I knew the athlete was going to be sick. You've always heard, look at this guy's arm angles. Look at the way the violent arm action, the way this guy runs. Well, those were always the best athletes. Now, what David Weck did is he created these little miniature weights that are about 12 ounces each that you can hold in your hand. And inside of those weights, he has these little beads. And when you run and when, you move, when you're pumping those arms, when those weights are pumping those arms, you can actually hear with those beads if you are on the right rhythm. It's actually sending a signal to your brain to say, yep, I am in pace, I am in rhythm, and it will instantly get your upper body and lower body in sync. If you want to become like Michael Jordan, Randy Morse, LeBron James, Derek Jeter, watch these guys run, watch their sick arm angles, get yours today. Go to shop.weckmethod.com. That's shop, W-E-C-K, that's weckmethod.com. Put in the code WMA270. Again, that's WMA270. It will get you 10% off of any item that you buy. Go and get yours today.